and welcome to Smart Talks, a podcast by Lexus, where we exercise our brains. We are just trying to get a bit smarter, share a little bit of our knowledge, and maybe also learn some things while practicing some English, right? This week, we are talking about a TEDx with Mariana Pascal. And uh, today, we're gonna talk about how to measure success in your communication in English. I'm here with my co-host and friend and partner and everything, Flavio. It's a long list. Let's hey, get started. <laughs> Flavio, by the way, Flavio is not my husband, okay? Because I said it's yeah. my everything, but not that much, okay? Just, <laughs> no, let's, yeah. let's make that clear before we move on. So, Flavio, we are talking this week about this TEDx, which is great. Right. Uh, I think it's an important TEDx to debunk some important and big myths about English, about what it means to speak English well. Um, and that's exactly what we are focusing on today, right? And uh, then the big question is, how can we measure success in English, in our communication in English? Uh, but before we get to answer that, let's go back to some of the points we discussed in the videos uh, this week. And the first one is the importance of dealing with your fear of making mistakes, getting rid of that fear, you know. Why is it so important to get, you know, free of that fear, you know, like uh, how, how, uh, how relevant is that for people who are trying to improve their English skills? It's not only you're going to feel better <laughs> if you get rid of it, but it affects directly uh, the, the success or the effectiveness of our communication, right? If we are thinking, if we are thinking about how effective our communication is, but we are not considering in English, something that you're not going to consider is how few mistakes you make, right? You're going to consider other things, like if you're focused on the other person, if you're a good listener. There, there is a, a long list of things, of uh, characteristics and qualities of a good communication. So uh, this shouldn't be our uh, priority, like how perfect you can be. And I think there are a misconception that I would like to uh, come back to you with that is people expect or people think that the the best way to speak English is to sound like a native, right? Yeah, and there is something interesting. There is a piece of data that she provides us yeah. with in the video that is so important, which is 96. And, you know, I'll, I have to be clear about that. It's 96, 96% of the conversations in English in the whole world involve non-native speakers. So I don't really get why we are so like uh, 
freaked out about speaking like a native speaker because mm-hmm. like uh, that's not really a must for good communication. As I told you yeah. earlier, I would like to start a movement called the Non-Native Speaker Pride <laughs> Day or something like that. You know, we could have a parade, non-native <laughs> yes. speakers together, united. You know, uh, I have nothing against native speakers, but I, I, I really don't like much this pressure on students from early on. Like, uh, yeah. I, I talk to students who are just at the beginning of their learning journeys and they ask me when I'm uh, when will I be able to sound like a native speaker and that should be the list if like any <laughs> priority yeah. uh, in in your learning goals that's not the list, goal. right I yeah mean, that's not the I don't want to yeah. sound like a native speaker maybe I, I would like to sound like Frank Sinatra maybe you know like, yeah no <laughs> that would be awesome right <laughs> but, but not because he's a native speaker yeah. because I would like to have a, a nice voice to, yes. to speak yeah. in the podcast you know but yeah. Just as a complement of the, uh, the question you've uh, made, is the way we think or we perceive English, our attitude towards English, it's going to make all the difference. So if you focus, uh, you know, speaking English is a tool to get a specific result, is not an art to master, as she mentions on the, on the TEDx, it's going to make all the difference. So if you work first, your attitude, your emotions towards English, the way you believe you should sound or speak, this will make all the difference. This will help you to get rid of this fear of making mistakes or to if, you know, assess yourself or to picture the self-image that you are speaking like shit and you're not speaking as <laughs> That's yeah. not- the deal like working on your on building your confidence and the strategies for effective communication that are about you know connection you know uh Mm -hmm. are much more likely to cause a meaningful impact to uh how effectively you can use the language as a communication tool and actually Uh, as she mentions in the video, right, sometimes because people are so worried about not making mistakes and about structure and grammar and, you know, like these technical things, they end up getting a bit hesitant. And the problem is that the people do, uh, who they are talking with can take that hesitation, not as a language issue, but they might actually think that you don't know much about the subject you are talking about, right? They might think that maybe you're not as competent in your job or in that specific uh, issue or subject that is being discussed because you were hesitant. And then maybe in the end, if you had if you hadn't just uh, worried so much about the structure, <laughs> you would at That's least... That's what the thread about, right? The thread is all about that, right? There exactly, right. It's because of this, but the result, you don't want to yeah. end with like a, someone thinking that you... Uh, but of course, like, I, I think this is easier said than done. Like, uh, yeah, for sure. I've been there. 
I learned French a while ago, and there were many situations when I could have used French and, and maybe have taken the opportunity to practice some French. Like when I was traveling, there were some French people near me uh, or even in Sao Paulo, right? Like there are lots of foreigners and, you know, international travelers. But sometimes I, I was just shy because I was afraid of making a mistake, right? It's a silly thing. Yeah. We really have to, yeah. to fight that, you know? I'm still there a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Fight it, right? But then, just to sum it up, right, if success is not measured by how many mistakes we make or how many mistakes we do not make, how then uh, can we measure our, our progress and our success? How can we uh, tell ourselves, like, uh, mm, I know I'm doing well. I know I'm I'm like succeeding in using English effectively for like uh, the communication purposes that I have, right? Is the achievement of the task you have right in front of you? If you achieve exactly. it, if you get a result, or it, you know you're connected in this communication, you're focused on the other uh, on the other the person that you're talking to. This is how we measure success in our communication, right? When we think about successful communication, we don't think about uh, the few mistakes we're going to make. We think about uh, how you're going to connect, if you're paying attention to the other person, how well you're going to interact with that, if you're answering properly the questions that are being made or that you're interacting well, but not we are not talking about well as grammar structure of course they are part of it but if you're being clear right it's not correctness but a clear message clear effective message yeah and i think it's about also understanding the steps and stages in this learning process uh, like nobody's saying that's like a structure and grammar and uh, uh accuracy Will, will never or should never mm -hmm. become a priority, but they mm -hmm. should definitely not be the first priorities in your journey because if they if you if you set them as priorities they might actually hinder your progress instead of helping you learn better and faster right so sure. i think that's really why it's so important to have some uh, specialized advice on your learning journey uh, and what the best action plan and strategies should be put in place for your moment, for your needs, for your context, right? So now if we were on TV, I would say, bah! Lexus, you know, because because this is what we do, right? But actually, this is really an important thing. So before you get frustrated because you still make some mistakes, uh, make sure you are focusing on communication first. 
uh, again, some, sometimes we have some tasks with the students. We say, well, your task is to negotiate the price of this product and make sure that the terms in the agreement are these and that. And then we have a role play, we have the activity. They do so well. They manage to get everything that was set as a goal uh, and then they turn to us and say, ah, but I made so many mistakes. And we're like, man. <laughs> oh, my God. But, well, well, yes. but, but you, you did everything right. Like uh, you, you achieved all the goals. So what's, what's the problem? Where, like if those mistakes have, have uh, had impeded you or prevented you from achieving your goals, Right. So they are a problem. Otherwise, they are just mistakes, you know? Yeah. And an important part of your journey, right? Definitely, right. Well, anyways, so uh, as usual, we can just contribute so much here. Uh, but we are never even close to the original materials we use as a reference. So I have to recommend and urge you people to watch the video with Mariana because it's really good, it's really inspiring, it's in a way liberating <laughs> if yeah, you've been no, suffering <laughs> because you make mistakes. I hope that after watching that video after listening to us, you, you know, uh, brush this burden off your shoulder and you move on, you know, towards the real goal, which is communicating and connecting with people. That's it. Arrivederci. <laughs> Bye.